0: Hey, Craig.
1: get started i uh, want to say a couple things one yeah if i still sound like shit and i cough in the middle of this um i know that's very triggering right now but i got yes. tested for covid today and it was negative Woo. so don't worry about me i'm gonna get tested tomorrow again too as as one should um but but i i as far as the test that i got today is concerned i do not have covid i just have a sore throat and so i'm um, sorry if i still sound like shit Please don't worry about me. Second of all, um, before we get started, this, by the way, this is podcast versus everyone. I'm Craig Powers. With me is Jeff Neusser. And this is the Utah preview. Um, But one thing I wanted to say before we get started uh, some of you may already know if you're big Kook Center followers, I am having a charity raffle right now. Um, So basically, uh, I can't go to the October 9th homecoming game because my brother, future brother-in-law, is getting married. Um, I get to stay in a treehouse in Issaquah. It's going to be very nice. Um, and you know, as much as I hate fall weddings, I do like them, and I and I want to see them get married. And my daughter's a flower girl, and my fiance is the best woman, best person. So I I get to go. Um, so. In lieu of going to the football game, in lieu of selling my tickets and canceling my hotel, I am giving my hotel reservation, paying for it, paying for your hotel reservation, I am giving you my tickets and giving you my parking pass um, to a winner who will be chosen at random um, from a group of people who donate to the WSU fund of their choice. Um, You can go on WSU's online giving page. And there's uh, dozens of things you could donate to your old school. Like I could donate to the to the, to the school of history if I wanted to, or, or you know, um, or you could donate to the Crimson Opportunity Fund, which is for uh, low income students, uh, or uh, you could donate to the i I've, I've seen a lot of the Student Emergency Fund, which helps uh, students who are um, impacted by COVID nineteen. So uh, what you can do is every ten dollars you donate gets you a entry and if you have a company that does gift match uh if you can prove that to me uh, i will give you credit for that as well um so your ten dollars could be twenty dollars two entries um um so yeah just donate and then you have a every ten dollars you get a chance and then i'll i'll enter your name into a spreadsheet i'll do a random uh, number generator and whoever lands on that number in the spreadsheet, uh, will win, and so so far, uh, we're almost 400 bucks in after a day, and I'm really Ooh. excited about that. But yeah. as you know, this package is worth more than that. So yes. I would love to get a lot more, a uh, lot more donations. We have till 11:59 uh, p.m. on October 3rd. Um, so please uh, donate to whatever WSU fund means the most to you, and send me a screenshot. Um, DM me on Twitter. My DMs are open at the Craig Powers or send it to our podcast email account, uh, everyone at gmail.com. Um, and I'd love to get your donations. If you can't go yourself, you want to try to win it for a friend, feel free to do that too. I already have a couple people doing that. so um. <laughs> That is
0: awesome. I, okay, so here's what I'm going to do to sweeten the pot just a little bit. So on at some point on Friday on Twitter I will announce that I will match up to $50 for people for whoever for like the next like $50 worth of entries. So awesome. if it is if it is one person who buys $50 worth of entries then I will match that $50 and uh and if they, it is yeah yeah, if it's five different people at ten dollars a piece, then I will match five different people for ten dollars a piece, but up to, up to fifty dollars. So I'll do that on Friday. So when you listen to this, you might want to check my Twitter because I'll I'll announce it on Twitter at some point on Friday. the the next The next fifty dollars worth, I will match.
1: Very cool, Jeff. Thank you for that. Um, and yeah, just help out whatever you know fund you want. And one thing that's been cool so far, not one person has uh, went for the calf. So. Uh, good for all y'all um, <laughs> branching out donating to other things yeah, um, yeah you could donate to the calf if you want to I will accept that um, that is a scholarship fund uh, I'm totally fine with that um, so yeah but yeah let's get into so uh, again uh, if you donate send me a screen grab you can x out all your information except for the donation I don't need to see anything else unless you win then of course I need your name and your email address and your probably your phone number for transferring the tickets, but we'll, it, we'll burn that bridge when we get there. Um, but yeah, send me a DM at the Craig Powers or send us an email with a screen grab at everyone at gmail.com. Okay, all right, enough of that. Let's get into this preview that we're super prepared for. Yeah,
0: totally prepared. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I forgot it was Thursday. I, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I texted you at six, and I was like, I have not written my preview, so that's coming out on Friday, folks. Um, yeah, but you know what? I recently discovered today on cfbgraphs.com dot CFD hyphen CFB hyphen graphs that uh, they have success rate. All I had to do was click a little arrow down, you know, uh, user error, and now I know <laughs> they have success rate, which I love. They have field yeah. position, all these good fun things. So I'm excited. I feel like I can do a, a, a better preview on the fly right now than I've even done so far. So let's let's get into it, Jeff. With yeah, our offense versus their defense. But let's 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 figure out who the hell is going to be throwing the ball. For our offense.
0: Well, who knows? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, like uh, I wrote, you know, wrote uh, wrote my, you know, morning link post, my little hot Cougar action this morning. Uh, and and Rolovich is talking about, OK, well, Delora is still, you know, kind of touch and go. I, I'd be surprised if Delora plays. I, I guess we can probably say that. Um, yeah. Yeah. If he wasn't practicing by midweek, um, I I would say that does not bode well uh, for his uh, prospects to play. So so I'd I'd be surprised if he plays, although who knows, maybe he'll talk himself into the game and he'll come in if uh, if the star doesn't look too great. Um, So I I think it's probably going to be, you know, Garantano or Cooper who ends up starting? I honestly have no idea. I mean, it's, oh, they're splitting reps right now. I mean, that, what the fuck does that mean? Cause Delora and Garantano split reps and, and somehow he settled on Garantano. So when, it, when he was clearly not the better quarterback. So I don't know that any of it makes any sense or, or means anything. I think ultimately, you know, Rolovich is going to do what he wants. I think honestly, if you were like, uh, you know, placing some kind of prop bet on, on an over under of the number of quarterbacks to play on Saturday. Uh, if the, you know, if the over under was like one and a half, I think I'd probably take the over, um, just cause he has a tendency to, you know, as we know now, you know, kind of yo-yo guys. And, uh, just cause the guy, somebody starts doesn't mean they're going to finish. And, um, so all of those things together, um, do not, you know, do not give me confidence that I don't know any there's a plan for any of it, I guess.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, who knows? Uh, so maybe we'll see and Cooper time for the first start ever. I think he'll maybe, probably
0: play. I just yeah. I don't know if he'll start. I, I would guess they're leaning towards Garantano.
1: Yeah, I would guess because that's who they picked at the start of the season. Yeah, so I mean, if that he's makes healthy, then sense. why would they not? Yeah. have him and garantano garantano gabalis and ward are the three guys that rolovich selected and then he obviously wanted delora at hawaii but that was a leech recruit and cameron was a leech recruit so yep. um it's not surprising that he maybe had the preference towards although he showed the preference towards delora last year whatever um so who knows, who knows? uh either way i think Probably Kamen or Garantano, the offense is not as well off as it would be with a healthy DeLora, um, especially with DeLora's uh, playmaking ability outside of the pocket. Um, but maybe, we we actually have not seen either much of either of them in game, so maybe they'll surprise us. I don't know. But I can tell you that Utah still has a pretty damn good defense, particularly a pretty damn good pass defense. Uh, they are ninth in EPA per pass. Uh, we talked about that last week. It's a measure of explosion. Um, overall, their offensive offensive success rate allowed is uh, in the middle, 50, uh, about uh, 53rd. Uh, they, they allow successful plays on 40% of, of the opponents. So, you know, that's fine. But they're, what they're doing is limiting explosive plays. And you'll see that uh, you know San Diego State had a really low yards per pass. Uh, by BYU had a really low yards per pass. Um, I'm not really looking at the Weaver State stuff. Uh, that's their one win. Um, but in either of those games, uh, you know, it it, look, it looks bad giving up 33 points to San Diego State, but uh, nine of those points were in overtime and seven of those points were on a kickoff return for a touchdown. Uh, so actually the defense – in regular time, only gave up what uh, 17 points. Um, so it's their defense has been pretty good as always, and and as typical, they're very good um, against the pass. Uh, so how we feeling our uh, offense against a defense that shuts down the pass has been not not great against the run, particularly explosively. Um, you know, they 70th and EPA per rush. Uh, you know, we know that WC is still going to throw the ball quite a bit. Uh, they, they're still probably running, you know, 60% passes. Um, even if it might behoove them to run more, do you, do you think maybe with, uh, with a different quarterback, do we see, uh, Max and Dion get more carries this game, Jeff?
0: Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That is some high-level analysis here. I I mean, maybe. I don't know. Um, Like, I guess the one thing I would say is that right now I don't know what to think about anything as Mm -hmm. it relates to this team. And I know that doesn't make for very compelling.
1: Particularly particularly offensively. Yeah, that doesn't make for a very
0: compelling preview podcast, right? Because we are supposed to be like... I'm looking into my crystal ball and this is what I am seeing. I am seeing us really, you know, pounding the run. I mean, it just like, I don't know. I have no idea what Rolovich and his, you know, other, you know, core co-coordinator guys. Like I've, I've no idea what they are thinking. I have no idea what they think is going to be effective. Um, you, you know, and, and even if we think we know what's going to be effective early, you know, who knows about the second half, right? Cause we, right. we are apparently a 30 minute football team. So,
1: as we saw I, against Utah last yeah, year. Yeah,
0: I mean I don't I I don't know. Um I, I would hope you know that if Delora is not the quarterback that um that yeah, we would we'd be trying to, you know, scheme up something, you know, run-wise and maybe leaning on that a little heavy uh, a little more heavily, but you know, we also haven't seen that yet. You know, we didn't really even see it against Utah State. Um now nope. some of that was effectiveness right like just not real successful not real effective running the ball um but you know if we're if we're being honest like we don't we like even against uh usc we really only had about like a few drives of effective running the ball and then it was right. pretty much nothing after that and i know people are still you know complaining about borgy not getting enough touches mcintosh not getting enough touches i mean that's all well and good but like you know if you're not moving the ball on the ground then that that is just that's just not a place where you want to keep pounding your head you know if you're going to keep pounding your head you're better off trying to keep pounding your head in the passing game rather than uh you know in the running game because you know the right the, the upside of the running game is so small right like you know a pass has has the potential of be, to be a big play you know, pretty much any time you throw one, the running play, uh, you know, I mean, yes, Borgie can break one off, but it's not it's not quite the same. So, um, yeah, I I don't know. I, I tend to think no, I tend, you know, I tend to think that they probably won't lean on it, even, you know, against USC when it was real successful. It's not like they were just running, running, running. So um, I think probably they'll pass because that's what they do. And, you know, if it's if it's uh, Garantano or Cooper, you know. I I think we've seen what they can do and it's not good.
1: Well yeah, and I think yeah, they it, it seems like Utah's run run defense is kind of uh feast or famine. They they have a they uh have 17 tackles for loss on runs uh this season in through three games, which is pretty good. And then they but only four sacks. Uh so they they haven't gotten a lot of pressure on the pass, but they they still, you know, as they typically do defend really well in the back end um but yeah so they 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 give up some big plays in the run but overall they kind of mitigate it by uh you know sacking or i mean tackling in the backfield the running backs so it's kind of a feast or famine thing and i i think we've seen obviously we saw against utah state if if they have a couple unsuccessful runs they abandon that real quick yep and so I could see that happening early if if they if Max gets tackled for a, a no gain one yard loss whatever, um, they're going to say no no let's let's we got to throw the ball because we're not going to be able to bust through this line yeah uh, so that's that that's a little concerning obviously um, so yeah uh, overall you know yeah it's 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 tough to it's tough to have confidence in the offense. Coming out and playing well because they they really haven't done that against FBS competition this year. Uh, they didn't play that well against Utah State, and they didn't play against well against USC, a better co- competitor. They, they you know they had three or four good drives, and then it was just crap. Obviously, once Delora went out, and guess what? Delora's probably not playing. Um, so it's it's going to be tough sledding. For WSU offensively, yep. I think yep. uh, I am. I am not feeling good about this. <laughs> like I, 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 especially since our our attack is primarily predicated on um, downfield strikes, and Utah is very good at shutting that down. Yep. Yeah. And So yep.
0: Until uh, I don't know, man. Until until I see it, I, I I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I believe it at this point. I don't know. Like I still. I'll be honest. I still have. Maybe maybe a little bit of uh, hope for Garantano just because, I mean, the talent's got to be in there somewhere. Uh, it, like, it has to be.
1: Um, we got two four-star quarterbacks sitting there. One of them could start, and we are like, oh, man, I don't know about know. either of these guys. <laughs> it's so
0: true. So, I don't know. Uh, Cooper, I mean, look, I mean, he looked okay in, in a garbage time drive until he did what he does, which is throw an interception. So, yeah. I don't know, man, uh, you know, it's it's going to take one of those guys playing a lot better than um, I think anybody expects uh, for things to go well. And um, I'm not, you know, like you, I'm not I'm not quite feeling that I'm not I'm not real confident that uh, that this particular coaching staff is going to be able to coax that out of out of uh, one of these guys.
1: Yeah. Um, so let's switch over to Utah's offense against the WSU defense. Uh, so Utah offensively has been pretty bad. Um, that is why they are one and two. Uh, they are not explosive by any stretch of the imagination, 106th in EPA per play, um, over in in the 100s in both EPA per rush, EPA per pass. They're not explosive in any way. They're they're also not consistent. They they're not they they don't move the chains. They are 95th in success rate. Successful on just 37% of attempts. So that's basically that's uh, a success rate is just a play that keeps you on schedule. So five yards on first down, getting to like second and three getting to a first down on third down, getting a first down on fourth down. Those are successful plays. Uh, So they get those 37% of the time. Um, WSU, on the other hand, just to put some numbers on it, they're 88, they're 95th, they're also 95th in success rate allowed, 45%. Um, They have been pretty uh, pretty good um, preventing big plays in the running game, uh, 38th uh, in EPA per rush. Very bad, as, I mean, anyone with eyes could see this. Very bad at preventing big plays in the passing game. Um, EPA per pass, 113th nationally. Mm. Yikes. Mm. Yikes. Yeah, but bad. also, yeah, so so basically they've been pretty decent against the run. Pretty bad overall. Pretty much what we would have expected. Um, yeah, so uh, kind of. High, even though Utah's defense or Utah's offense has been looking pretty bad, uh, they have a quarterback change, and they are feeling pretty good about that. Enough where their um, senior quarterback left the program. Yeah, and a wait, not just yeah. any
0: senior quarterback, the senior quarterback who literally just transferred in, played two games, and is now transferring out. It's like. It's uh,
1: so, yeah, he lost his job <laughs> it's crazy to to a guy who, yeah, has four touchdowns, no picks, but he's averaging five yards an attempt. Yeah. Like so he's not setting the world on fire either to, but put, to put that in
0: context. Like, OK, because a lot of times people don't know what the context is there. Like you, you need your quarterback to be like over seven like that's that's where which Brewer
1: wasn't either. He's about 6.4. Yes. So, so yes, that's 7. where
0: you like need to be sort of bare minimum is is over 7 um in any kind of conventional offense. Air raids, sometimes you could get a little lowish um because you just the volume is so high, right? And you'd be throwing a lot. Sometimes you'd throw a, little, a lot of short passes, a lot of horizontal passes. But in any conventional offense, especially by the way, Utah's offense is designed to be actually the opposite of that. Like they they are trying to limit their throw they're trying to basically run a seahawks offense right like they are yeah it's it's run the ball it's play action hit a big play things like that i mean they'd probably want their
1: quarterback
0: to be somewhere like up around eight or nine yards per attempt and uh and they they are definitely not getting that right now
1: but but one thing that cameron rising did do that brewer hasn't been doing is uh pick up yards on the ground uh, he had 45 yards rush, 46 yards rushing on five attempts against against San Diego State. So that's probably part of it. Like you said, uh, they they want to move the ball on the ground. They'll definitely run some zone read. Um, so yeah, it's 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 interesting. Uh, I don't expect their passing game to be any more explosive with Rising, although WSU's defense might make him look more explosive. Uh, <laughs> the dreaded made, running
0: quarterback
1: that they, they've made everyone look explosive in the passing game. So it's kind of hard to, uh, it's kind of hard to see the WSU defense holding down anyone. But yeah. if, 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 if they can, like this is, this is the team to do that. Cause, uh, but, but the other side of it is they can run the ball. They can run the ball. Well, uh, they, uh, I mean, I, I mean, they're not explosive, and they're not you know successful, but they still have a bunch of guys. like by by the metric advanced metrics, they're not successful, but they have two guys over six and a half yards of carry. Now maybe a lot of that was against Weber State, to be honest. Uh I have to look at their game logs, but um no, not really. Uh Micah Bernard, 12 carries for 146 against BYU. Actually, probably what's hurting him, only 17 for 47 against uh, San Diego State. So that ain't good. So he's kind of living off one. But, uh, and then, uh, so he's their freshman back. They got Tavion Thomas. Um, so he is looking at. Uh, he barely played against BYU and San Diego State. So he, he so, it's looking like. Um, yeah, I told you we were very prepared. Looking like Michael Bernard's going to be the guy. Um, and you know he's had he had a big game against BYU, had a bad game against San Diego State. Uh, do you think WSU's rush defense is any better than either of those teams? No, mm, no. <laughs> uh, so we'll see. Although you know WSU had its moments in run defense. I feel like USC. It was really the pass game that that screwed them. Yes, I think that's probably been the the case for every game. Their rush defense has been pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's where you have some hope is like, if Utah wants to run the ball, right. And so if, if they can, you know, get them out, get them in, in second longs, third and longs, force Cameron rising to throw the ball downfield a little more and then hope and pray that he doesn't get out of the pocket and run for the first down. Yeah. Um, then that's their their shot. If they can get get them into uh, third and longs, even though they have, I don't think they've been very good in those, but um, you you always want to be in that over third and four, third and three, third and two. Um, so that's if if you're watching the game and you're seeing WSU get them to a second and eight, get them to a second nine, then you should feel better about where the defense is headed, and maybe they can keep the score low enough where WSU maybe could make a few big plays to, to hang around. I,
0: I I think that's all true. And I also think that, you know, we could be, I don't know, maybe this is getting into the, like, my prediction area. We're a little teasing my prediction. But, um, you know, a lot of what happened last year was just getting, getting tired and getting leaned on and then just kind of getting run over. And I, yep. I do, you know, again, I, I look at our, our line and I look at our tackles and they just are – they are Mountain West sized. And at some point that becomes difficult. Well,
1: Utah, you know, used to be a Mountain West team. <laughs>
0: that is true. But they are not anymore in case you hadn't heard. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the I, I don't know. Like I just – our tackles, like I said, they're smallish. Um, And I just feel like at some point they just kind of wear down and and they can't, they can't quite hold up at the point of attack the way they did, um, you know, earlier in a game. And I I don't know, man, I, I, I struggle to think that, you know, that they are going to be able to hold up for very long if they are going to be able to hold up at all. Um, Again, you know, I mean, and so much of this is just like our, just our general confidence in the coaching staff is so low, right? Like just the idea like, well... You know, maybe they can hold up for a yeah. little while.
1: Yeah, I say things like, oh, if early on they're doing this, you should feel good. It's like, I shouldn't have said that because I think we should learn by now. Right, I mean,
0: nothing feel, nothing nothing that they could do early would make you feel good.
1: Unless they're up by 39 right. points at halftime. They're up by 39 points at decided. halftime, we're okay. So,
0: maybe we we're can get
1: We're in for it. a wild ride in the second half, but we're probably fine.
0: Maybe we can get there. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, it's, it's hard to have much confidence. Um, I do feel like, I don't know, man, like, well, the
1: defense really, I mean, even going back to allegiance final year, the WSU defense has not stopped anyone no, for a long time. No,
0: that yeah. is true. I do feel like, I don't know. I saw a lot of what I thought were really good signs on Saturday. I, I know that's that's sort of counterintuitive when you, when you give up 40, 45 points. Um, but there was so much of just, uh, USC's athletes winning out. I mean, we, we talk about how much we love Jalen Watson and Jalen Watson has, you know, taken a lot of stick for what happened in that game. Uh, you know, kind of getting beat, beat up pretty good at times by Drake London. Um, Drake London is going to do that to a lot of people.
1: Also. Okay. Like London had what? 170 yards. Yes. It took him eighteen targets to yes, get there. Yes, I mean they just Yards.
0: They just threw to him over and over and over, and they weren't all on Jalen Watson either. Uh, no, they were not. They were moving him all over the place, trying to get him matched up, trying to get him open. Um,
1: eighteen is, a, by the way, a, an absurd amount of targets yes. for one wide receiver in a yes. game. Uh, yes,
0: yes, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to. Uh, it, it's hard. It's hard to state how many that is. I, I mean, your your typical go to receiver might get like half that um yeah. in a game. So yeah, it, it definitely was was out of the ordinary. They definitely were just throwing it to him a lot, a lot. He made some great plays. Um and in fact some of the catches he made against Watson were just like it's not like Watson got abused or something. Like he just like he was kind of there. He just you know London's just really, really good. I mean that's a guy who's you know gonna play in the NFL. He's huge and physical and so yeah I mean he's you know that's that's a tough assignment. there were things that I saw in the past defense that I thought were, were good signs. I thought they were, you know, like part of it was being pretty good for a half. Um, you know, and then of course they, you know, completely fall apart. So, you know, I don't know. Is that, is that Graham Harrell figuring something out? Is that just, Hey, just throw to Drake London a hundred times and you'll be fine. I don't know if, if there's a game and I, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but if there's a game in which the pass defense might actually sort of you know, reward what I think I'm seeing this, this might be it. Um, and then, you know, excited well, yeah. for Andrew Edson. Like he, I mean, yeah. that's not a guy that I would have ever, you know, said, Oh yeah, that's a guy I expect to break out as a true freshman. Um, you know, kind of a, an under-recruited guy, uh, you know, came from a, a pretty decent sized program in Washington Mount Psy high school, but um, you know, it was just middling three-star kid. Didn't have any big offers, at least that were reported. Um, cause he committed really early. So you never really know, like sometimes that stuff is, well, he committed early and he's firm in his commitment. So the other stuff never gets reported, but, um, to have him come in and be pretty good, especially when, you know, we were kind of sold the, the Ron, Brennan Jackson and Ron stone hype train. And those guys have just frankly right. not delivered at all on that. Um, you know, the Edson stuff is, is pretty exciting too. So I don't know, man, I got, I got a sneaking suspicion that the defense may do better, um, than we think at least in the passing game, but you know, I, I, I don't know, probably famous last words. I'm sure I'm, I'm trying, man. I'm trying, well, I would, trying to I, be I positive. Really would hope,
1: I would hope they look better against Utah's offense. than they did against USC's. Yes. I also you know? would hope so. I, I I would, I would hope they look more like they did against Utah state, particularly, you know, early on. And so, but so the, so as we move to predictions, this is what I want to do this time. I'm, I'm changing up, Jeff. Yeah. I want us to pick a halftime score (laughs) and then a final score.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right.
1: All right. So give me your halftime score, and then I'll do my halftime score, and then we'll do the final score. Halftime
0: score, uh, 10 to 10. Tie game, 10 10.
1: Okay. All right. I'll go halftime score, uh, Cougs uh, 13, Utah 7. Okay. All right, now Jeff, give me your final score.
0: Twenty-seven
1: to ten. Utah. I Utah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. Yes, you you assumed right. So Utah outscores them seventeen nothing in the second half. Low scoring game, uh, but but wins comfortably, uh, and covers, and because uh, the Cougs the Cougs are uh, allergic to uh, to covering. So.
1: Yeah. So I'll go. Uh... What's the what's the line?
0: Uh depending on where you're at. It's at 14 15 somewhere in there.
1: Yeah, so I'll go uh so I said 13 7. So the Kooks get a field goal in the second half, and that ends up 31 to 16, Utah.
0: They get outscored scored twenty one to three in the second half.
1: Twenty four to
0: three. Yeah. Nice.
1: We're broken man. We
0: are we are totally broken. That's a
1: Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying the team. I'm saying I Jeff know, and that's, I are broken. <laughs> that's
0: the shit I was talking about in my Monday column. My my Monday yep. column that got published Tuesday night. Uh which is just like, man, I mean just
1: all faith is just a f- gone. Just a few comments on yeah, that yeah. one. Just a couple. People,
0: people seem to engage with that. Um which, you know, I'm not I am not a uh, a professional clickbaiter, so it's not like it's not like that's what I was going for, but I also figured people would you know, have some thoughts about whether uh, our head football coach should uh, continue to be employed after this year. So, but yeah, I, I same, same, same Z's. I just am like, I don't know, man. I don't, it's hard to have any faith in anything good happening. I mean, I will watch just like you will watch and you know, we will hope. Like,
1: yeah, let's go we'll, daytime. Yeah. Game. I mean, we'll
0: hope that something cool happens, but
1: you know, there's Swansea day. I'll head over to E9 after that. Yeah. Drink some, drink some fancy Cantillon beer. Um, uh, yeah, so Jeff twenty seven ten, me Craig thirty one to sixteen. We're uh, this is probably some of the least optimistic predictions we've given. Yes. <laughs> um, we are beaten down. So sorry, everyone. Uh, but Hey, I feel like we did a good job on this analysis pretty much on the fly. Good job. us. You're welcome. Podcast listeners. We're the most prepared (laughs) podcast you (laughs) listen to about the Cougs. Yes. Um, probably not. Uh, so yeah. Um, if you want to follow us at the Craig powers on Twitter is me, uh, Craig W powers on Instagram and Jeff is at pod VS everyone um will probably be coming hot and heavy with some takes because you know this is my first time i'm just going to be sitting on my ass and watching the game in my couch yeah um so i'm excited about that um and yeah so again uh, i got my fundraiser going for the charity raffle if you donate to a wsu fund every ten dollars you can uh have a chance to win tickets parking and hotel to the october 9th homecoming game and yeah uh s- send me your receipts at the craig powers on twitter or if you have questions comments or receipts our email podcast vs everyone at gmail.com all right go kooks Go
0: kooks craig black lives matter
1: black lives matter yeah, and
0: get fucking back